If you have a situation where you need to refund your customer the money that they've paid you, you want to make sure that you're doing it correctly so that everything clears out in the customer's account and they show the correct balance due if they have one or that their account balance is zero if they no longer owe you any money. Refunding a customer seems so simple, but many of my clients struggle with how to record the transactions in their bookkeeping system. Most will issue a check for the balance that they want to refund, but the confusion normally comes when they need to record the refund in QuickBooks. You may be having the same issues if you're using another bookkeeping software system, but as long as you follow a few key steps, your refund will be recorded correctly. In today's podcast episode, I'm diving into how you should be correctly recording how you refund your customers in QuickBooks so that their balance is not only correct, but everything is linked correctly in your bookkeeping system as well. Whether you're starting a business or side hustle, you're a self-employed individual, a solopreneur, entrepreneur, mompreneur, freelancer, business owner, bookkeeper, or virtual assistant. Keeping your customers satisfied by refunding any amounts owed to them and recording it correctly in your bookkeeping software will eliminate any cleanup in the future and ensure that your financial statements are accurate. If you're a business owner who wants to take your business to the next level, whether you're starting a business, you're building your business, or you're serious about growing your business, I want to invite you to work with me so that you can meet your goals in the most accelerated, streamlined, and efficient way possible. That also aligns with your life and the impact that you want to make with your business. As a CPA, business strategist, and coach, I've created two options for you to choose from when you work with me. The first is my Mastering Your Small Business Finances Profit Lab. This is a group program where we have live weekly business meetings and coaching sessions to answer your questions so that you can generate revenues and increase the profit in your business. You can learn more about the Profit Lab by going to financialadventure.com profit. Or if you like the idea of working with me on a more private, one-on-one basis, you can schedule a free consultation session where we'll go over where you currently are in your business and where you'd like to see yourself and your business in the future. During this session, we'll begin to map out the steps you need to take to achieve your goals. I'm helping my clients start their businesses, become more profitable, set strategies to move their business forward, and take control of their business and their finances while allowing them the balance and ability to enjoy their personal lives by utilizing business strategy, coaching, mentorship, and support. You can schedule your session today by going to financialadventure.com and clicking on the Work With Me button. By taking action in your business, you'll achieve your goals. By keeping everything simple, you'll avoid confusion and overwhelm. You'll understand your business finances, your next steps, and you'll follow through with the vision that you have for your business. My goal is to help you dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do. You're listening to the Mastering Your Small Business Finances podcast, where we get straight to the point on topics that ultimately affect your bottom line. That's right, as an entrepreneur with a small business, money management, growth, 
marketing, they all affect your bottom line. I'm your host, Chris Ponick. I'm a certified public accountant, and I've been helping small business owners like you navigate and easily understand these complicated topics for over 25 years. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother, and a small business owner myself, so I know your time is valuable. In my free time, I make the best sugar cookies and have mastered an amazing chocolate chip cookie recipe. And that's not just my opinion. You're in the right place. I promise your time will be well spent here. Each week, you'll gain confidence and clarity while making a successful impact on your business and grow your bottom line. Get comfy, grab a cookie, and let's get straight to the point with this week's episode. Welcome back. There are many situations where you may need to refund a customer. They may have overpaid an invoice, asked for a refund, paid the wrong vendor, or they may simply have a credit balance outstanding that they will not be able to use in the future. In the last podcast episode, I covered when you might need to issue a credit memo to a customer. When you issue a credit to a customer, It may also leave a credit balance where you may need to issue a refund to your customer. Whatever the reason you have for needing to refund your customer, you want to make sure that you do it correctly so that the customer receives their payment, their account's receivable balance shows the correct amount due, if any, and that all of the transactions in QuickBooks or any other bookkeeping software are linked correctly. If you're issuing a credit memo in QuickBooks, as I talked about in the last episode, you'll be prompted with options as to how to handle the credit. You have the option to retain it as an available credit, where you could use the credit on a future purchase. You can give a refund or apply it to an existing invoice. If the customer isn't requesting a refund, either the retain as an available credit or apply to an existing invoice option would work. But if your customer is requesting a refund, you'll want to select the Give a Refund option. When you do this, QuickBooks will help you to automate the process of refunding your customer. You will fill out the information listed and decide how you'd like to handle the check payment by either selecting To Be Printed or manually filling in the check information if you're handwriting your refund check. You can go back to your customer center and select that specific customer to see how the payment was applied to the credit memo. If you already have a credit outstanding for your customer without issuing a credit memo, you can refund your customer in a few different ways. One of the easiest ways to refund your customer would be to go to your banking tab and select Write Checks. You would then select the customer that you want to issue the refund to and enter the amount that you're refunding them. The key when you are refunding your customers in this way is to make sure that you use the accounts receivable account for the transaction account, as well as entering the customer's name in the customer or customer job column. You need to do these two things for the dollar amount to come through in the customer's accounts receivable. When you do this, you're telling QuickBooks that the refund is coming from the accounts receivable account and that it is for that specific customer. 
As with any check that you enter in QuickBooks, you can select to print the check or you can record the manual information if you're handwriting the check. With this option, you can also go back to the Customer Center and pull up the customer to see if the check is recorded on their account. You'll need to take one extra step to make sure that QuickBooks is linking that refund to the credit amounts on that client's account. To do this, you'll go to the Receive Payment screen, select your customer, and you'll need to click on the Credits and Discount button in QuickBooks Desktop, or if you're in QuickBooks Online, you'll see the credits show up as well as your refund check. You'll need to apply the credits and the refund check to each other so that QuickBooks knows that these transactions are complete. If you don't do the received payment step, you'll see that in your customer center, your customer would have a zero balance if the refund brought them to a zero balance. But if you looked at your accounts receivable summary report, you'll still see that customer show up on this report with a zero balance. Once you do the receive payment step, they will no longer show up on your accounts receivable summary report if they have a zero balance. Making sure that you're taking the steps to be sure that the way that you are refunding your customers by not only sending them money that they are owed, but also making sure that your bookkeeping system is reflecting each transaction correctly will help you maintain an accurate set of financial statements. Your customers' account balances are reflected in your accounts receivable balance on your balance sheet. If this balance is wrong, your financial statements will not be accurate. If you need help with setting up efficient processes in your business, such as refunding credits, make sure that you sign up for one of my free consultation sessions. You can go to financialadventure.com and click on the Work With Me button. I'm looking forward to meeting with you soon and digging deeper to see where you currently are in your business and to start creating the steps so that you can reach your vision and your goals for the future, not only in your business, but in your personal life as well. I'm ready to work with you and see all of your successes. We'll work together so that you can create your best work-life balance. I'll post links to this and other valuable resources for business owners and accountants where you're listening to this podcast. And you know I'm going to ask, what's at least one thing that you'll take away from this episode that will help your business succeed and grow your bottom line? If you need some accountability, join our private Facebook community and post your action item. We'd love to support you. Thanks for taking the time to tune into this episode of Mastering Your Small Business Finances. If you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Visit financialadventure.com for the show notes, links from this episode, and while you're there, leave a comment if you have a topic you're interested in learning more about that affects your bottom line. If you're looking for a community where you can ask questions and get feedback about your small business, join my private Facebook group. You can find the links to this group and more on financialadventure.com. And remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please consult your CPA or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. 
and looking forward to having you tune in next time. Until then, dream big, follow your heart, and love what you do.